I serve cold, but the wolves in the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the socks run the south, the cubs run the north, but the bears run the house. Two Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move, and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E Rock and Big Z. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with your host, E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. Episode 43 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to check out gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirt. Search for the keyword True Chicago Use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at the checkout for 15% off your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15 at the checkout for 15% off your entire order. Get your shirts now. Go get it. Go get them. As always, I'm Big C here, and I'm here with my boy, my co-host. Oh, 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 now we're boys. Now we're boys. Now we're boys. E-Rock. How many times, how many times we looked at the same thing, and it was like, Oh, I'm here with my co-host. Not a dude that I've known for like most of my life at this point. No, no, it ain't that. It's uh, 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 this just my co-host. That's all. No, this is my boy. We're friends, right? We're friends, right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not the. Never mind. I can't say that. I can't say that on this show. All right. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome in. If you are a first timer or a long timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us five stars on your listening app of choice and don't forget you can support the show at anchor.fm slash true chicago sports fans slash support today we have a three-headed monster in the house that's right we have the three-man booth for y'all today please give a big tcsf welcome to today's guest co-host my boy <laughs> mike logic hey what up, Iraq? Big Z. What up, what up, what up? What is going on? I'm finally live in studio. We don't I know. have to do this stupid you, Zoom thing. Look, you are the very first in-studio co-host. That's right. And guest and everything. It's great. Listen up. How? Tell me, both y'all, how was your week? All right, well, let the guests go in first. Oh, it was a great week, and we're going to talk about it throughout this show. <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely a great week, especially lots of Bears news, lots Man. of happy faces. People Woo. are smiling walking down Michigan Avenue. They got their chest out. They got smiles. They're wearing Bears gear. You know, we don't, we don't get political on this show, but this reminds me of uh, 2008. When there was a certain president elected from Chicago, and I all I saw all over the place was the signs that said hope. Yeah. This is the first time I can say as a Bears fan, I have hope. Hope is me. revived. Right. Yeah, I mean, this pretty much set everyone's fandom back into being a Bears fan because for a long time we were questioning, should we be Bears fans? That's right. Today we celebrate the draft, and we celebrate one of the most exciting drafts we Bears fans have ever, ever seen. Today we're going to talk about the Bears and their brand-new quarterback, Justin fields we're also going to talk about the bulls playoff chances with our guy mike logic and the blackhawks limping along into the end of the season we also touch bases with our chicago baseball teams and as always stirring the pot i can't wait to talk about this new quarterback for the bears but first this is the loop our chicago sports roundup where we keep you in the loop this is chicago doors open on the left at chicago welcome to chicago 
Yo, E, what's up first today, brother? Z, let's do that hockey. <laughs> uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Right. Tell me what's going on over at the Madhouse. I'm Madison and the Chicago Blackhawks. Unfortunately, the Blackhawks are finishing up their season. It looks like the Blackhawks are finding ice time for the young players and giving them more experience in the 2021 season because it's a meaningless stretch at this point. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly what that is. I mean, these guys have really pooped their pants. No captain. No captain. Uh, the no captain, soul, my captain. Uh, right. Hey, Kaner was the heart and soul of this team all year. He he busted his butt. Un- unfortunately, this is the learning season for, for the Blackhawks. Again, you don't have your captain all season. All of a sudden, you got to figure out who's going who's gonna, to uh, rise up. And you're also looking at a big change in that team with what's going on at goaltender. There's been tons of moves inside and out. The goaltenders uh, that they do have, you don't know if Subban's going to be one of the guys or if it's going to be uh, Lankinen. Lankinen. Right. I, I prefer Lankinen. I, I do, too. I, I I can't tell you that I know a ton about these, these yeah. goalies, you know, but I think when they look at what they have, he was definitely the best of the young guys right and he again he is a young guy so he's gonna go up he's gonna get better right the issue with the blackhawks has always been their defense yeah and then if you don't have enough great defensive players and all on all three lines even if, if you have someone on the fourth line it makes such a huge difference because it doesn't put pressure on your goalie so much and well, that's what the blackhawks have been lacking this has been a, a very transitional year for the blackhawks oh, yeah. seeing a lot of players move on seeing um Seabrook. Retires. Seabrook is gone. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to see Duncan Keith coming to the end of his career. Right. This is a big transitional year, and I think this is a big reason why we saw a lot of times people questioning, is it time to go ahead and trade Kaner and Taves and, and get these guys and going? But, I mean, I, I think I think you ride that, that wave until they retire and just keep them as Blackhawks and kind of hopefully – they're the guys that can help the the new wave of the uh, team go into the future. No, I agree. You got to keep Kane, and if hopefully Taves comes back, and and right. you know, we don't we again we still yeah. don't know what the issue is, but if he's healthy and he's able to play again, you keep those two guys and you rotate, you know, guys that come in, you trade and you you draft well. The Blackhawks are known for drafting very well, in 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 and getting good players. So again, the Blackhawks continue to struggle with turnovers. On the defensive market, which I just alluded to, mm-hmm. they lost their fourth straight game and just have five left to play. Three versus the Hurricanes, which doesn't look good for us, and two against your boys, the traffic, uh, uh, oh, <laughs> traffic stop co-host. <laughs> you know, let me tell you something. Have you, have you seen these jerseys and these uniforms, Mike? These are all black. So these the Dallas Stars, they're alternate jerseys. They're all black, and they have like uh, the it's neon, in, the neon trimming at the bottom so, and the yeah, numbers. It's all black, and it's like a neon green trim that's all around the like the numbers and the and the and the legs and all that stuff. What do you think about that? Do that hockey, man. <laughs> it's a, to, to me, it's I, I keep talking about the University of Oregon, and it looks like their uniforms with that neon. It looks really cool to me, and it's just black. You know, you talk about traffic signals. Yeah, they're they're cool. What do you think? You look at the that, Thank that's, you. That's bright. <laughs> that's real bright. Oh, hey, so turn, he, turn down on, the screen, please. Yeah, yeah. So I'm showing Mike these, and yeah, he knows. He knows. He's like, he's like, that's for a crosswalk, you know, lady. 
That's come, what that is. Calm down. That's they're not that bad. They're like the organ. I wear that biking at night. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Or or you wear it when you're a truck about to knock over these Blackhawks because that's what's about to happen. Yeah. So well, you know, Blackhawks are gonna have to take a page out of the Cubs uh, playbook and wait till next year. Again, transitional year. Yeah. Especially this off season, it really uh, depends on what happens with with Taves. I mean, that's gonna be a big it is. thing. Yeah. That that's gonna be the the the, the chip that that tips over everything. So. All right, y'all. For news on the other side of the building, let's bring in veteran NBA reporter Mike Logic. Mike, what's going on with the one and only Chicago Bulls? But we're still wondering where is Zach Levine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where is he, bro? Is he uh, a party with Otto Porter Jr.? He's wherever he is right now. (laughs) Wherever he is right now, he's upset because he's ready to get back out on the court. We haven't got an exact date for his return yet but we should have some more according to reports we should have some more mm-hmm. clarity this week so what what is the issue with him it, it covid related what's the real issue have you have you heard anything about what's going on with him? unlike you i do not get inside information <laughs> oh boy oh boy they're being they're, they're keeping this under wraps we're not really getting too much as far as what i can see on google we're not getting too much information he's he's out due to the COVID protocols. Yeah. That's it. He's so missed it, He's missed 10 straight games. And that's what I'm saying. Does it mean he has COVID? It means that he's around someone that has COVID. Does it mean that one of his parents has COVID? And yeah, we don't know. Like, we don't know. I, right. haven't, I haven't seen him test positive for COVID. So. Right. So we, we just don't know. So what, tell me, you know, when we look at what's going on with the Bulls with or without Zach, what, you know, how are they playing without Zach? So they've gone, they, they've won four games and mm. they've lost six without Zach. Yeah. I got bad news for you, fellas. Oh, I got bad news for Bulls fans. When they got Vucci main, yeah. Nikola Vucevic, we thought they were going to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah we did. We thought Absolutely. they were a lot to make the playoffs. Yes. Right. I had J.R. Bang on my podcast, on that podcast, and he was saying Bulls are making the playoffs. Bulls are, and, I, and I agreed. Bulls were going to make the playoffs. Wow. But right now, they are three games behind the Washington Wizards for the 10th spot. I don't think the Bulls are making the playoffs, guys, Ugh. especially when you look at this upcoming disastrous schedule that they have. Yeah, this so is a tough schedule. If, if we look at the schedule that's coming up. They got the Sixers uh, on Monday, right? Yeah, Monday, excuse me. Right, and then they got the Hornets on Thursday when you know when the podcast comes out, and then they got the Celtics on Friday and finish the week off with the Pistons. Now, the Pistons, I know you, you're looking at the Pistons and be like, yeah, that should be an easy win. The yep. Pistons are not an easy win. They're going to fight. They're going to put up. A, a good fight, and it could go either way. But didn't the Bulls already beat the Celtics without Zach? Yeah, Jason Tatum, he had a triple-double. However, he only had 14 points in that triple-double. Okay. So if you hold Jason Tatum to 14 points, chances are you're, you're going to win, win that game. Did yes. he have like 60 this week? <laughs> yeah, Jason Tatum just went off for 60 <laughs> against the Spurs where the Celtics won 143 to 140. No notes in front of me, people. <laughs> look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Oh, All you're right. bragging about it. So, man. so what are you? What are your predictions? That was more for, the, for ideal. Like, the, I, don't, I don't need notes. <laughs> uh, so, so my prediction. <laughs> I gotta put that in there. My prediction, because if we look at the schedule real quick, you already alluded to the Philadelphia right. uh, 76ers, Charlotte Hornets, Boston, Detroit, Brooklyn, Toronto, Brooklyn again, and then Milwaukee. I say they go two and six. Whew. So what, what what are the two games they win out of that? Right. So I'm thinking that they're going to beat Detroit okay. and they're, they're going to beat Toronto. Now, they could also beat Charlotte and maybe we'll get lucky and, and beat either Brooklyn or Milwaukee, but I, I don't really see it. I And this is why I don't have them making the playoffs, sadly. I want to see them in a playoff, a playing game, but 
Well, I, don't, we, I don't see it, guys. We, we talked about it last week, and, and he said, you know, these guys need the playoff experiences, and I'm like, well, most of these guys won't be here next year. That's not what I said. <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> I'm not talking about they need playoff experience. I'm saying that you got a first year coach. Uh, you got a first no, well, the coach's first year with the team, right? You got a first year GM. You got a first year president. You got a brand new, brand new all star in your team. You revamped your team halfway through the season. You got rid of the stuff that was clogging up your system, right? Well, just about. We got one more. You got rid of some dead weight. You right. got rid of we st- extremely we still have dead Felicio weight. Felicio over there. Yeah, still. but that's but but here's the thing. We don't we don't rely on Felicio to actually do use, anything. Use he might have numbers. a lifetime contract with the team. But you know what I mean? Like they're they're it, they're he doesn't get to see the floor. So we don't even think out of sight, out of mind. Porter uh, Otto Porter was taking up space on the floor. Yeah. Gone. Haven't heard, heard anything slowly. about him. Haven't heard a thing about Wendell Otto was Porter. doing the same thing. But He's now you bring in an all star. You bring in uh, Daniel Tice. You bring in players that are elevating what you're doing. And the front court has been very impressive. Absolutely, by the way. Oh, yeah. Tice. So yeah. even even Thad, oh, Thad Young, oh, Tice. Yeah, that I mean, magic. That, that, that has been good. All that's what I'm long. saying. I don't expect them to do anything in the playoffs. But I think. For a group that's it's their first run, I think it shows a lot of improvement. I think it shows a lot of faith in these young players uh, actually like buying into what uh, Billy Donovan is doing. And I think just to show that out in the first year, what you do now is you put pressure on the team and you have expectations going into next season. If you fail to make the playoffs, your goal next season is just to make the playoffs. If you make the playoffs this year, your goal next season is to move on in the playoffs and not just make the playoffs. You shouldn't be happy with just making the playoffs. Agree. They they should not be happy making the playoffs. Now, watching this Bulls team, there's no way to make the playoffs. That's that's all well and good, but Mike, see if you're. Do you agree that it would be a good thing for them to make the playoffs this year? Yeah, any type of playoff experience is good, especially for Patrick Williams, Kobe White, your, your young star, even Zach Levine, who right. doesn't have any playoff. Experience. No, he doesn't have any playoffs. Okay, so what, what what does it? How does it benefit? Them, is is the question. Just be, playoff be, experience? Being, yeah, playoff experience, mm-hmm. being in those situations, it's just a different game. Once but if they can't handle the regular season. And things are but on the line. It doesn't matter. Being in the playoffs, you, you still have that experience. Were you happy that – Would put it this way. At the end of last season, would you have been disappointed in the seeing the, the White Sox not make the playoffs, knowing how good they were, knowing that they had potential? Was it a good thing for the Black for kind the of White Sox? Ap- kind of apples and oranges because the White Sox were good all season, and if they didn't make the playoffs, that's a disappointment. But they no. were expected to be good. So you, what you do? The is Bulls are not expected to be good at all. The Bulls are expected to be good with Zach Levine and, and now Uchi that you, now that you got the trade. But that's but that's my point. Right now, those are the players in your roster. So that is a team that is expected to make the playoffs. And then also, if you make the playoffs, you know that you're headed in the right direction. Yes, that's there's step no one. there's no second guessing about that. Right, right now. We don't really know how good the Bulls are going to be next right. year. We, have we no, don't. We have no idea. We don't, but it, uh, can we all agree they're going in the right direction? They, yes. I think they're going yes. in the right direction, but again, we here's the thing. Them making the playoffs or they're not making the playoffs, what does it mean? What it means is that they're going to draft between 10 and 20, whether they make it or not. And, this is, and I made that point before. So unless you're drafting one, two, or three, and most of the time it's not even that high, What's the difference between ten and twenty? Who and cares? And they're not even going to get a pick uh, in the this first year. round. No, that's this year. Trade. So who right. the hell cares? Who cares? 
But you what? want that playoff experience. That's I what think I'm we saying. Can, I think, I think it's more valuable, especially knowing you don't have a first-round pick, to get that experience under your belt because, like I said, pressure. Now you put pressure on yourself. We were a playoff team last year. Okay. We better be a playoff team this year, and we better advance in the playoffs that year. I, next, I, uh, I disagree year. with you. These guys, Most of these guys won't be here next year. So Who's what difference not going to is- be here next year? The, your core players are going to be here next year. With the core players are core players. I'm talking about That's most of the bench point. is gone. Who cares about that? I don't. I don't. The, the bench do wins games. Care. The bench wins playoff games. Let's let's be honest. Without the bench, no one's going to win a playoff game. And that's fine. But you can still once you build up your your starting rotation and know, okay, this is for sure who's going to. We who, don't have a sure tell, starting tell, rotation. Tell me what who plays sig- point guard. For tell the me Bulls. what significant player is we not going to be back next season. That's going to be a big hole that they're going to have to fill. That's what I'm saying. This year we don't have a point guard. No, and and, and, and I'm done true. with. Uh, ideals calling Thomas Sadaransky Nomas Tomas, <laughs> <laughs> which is genius. That is, I mean, but, but he, I'm done with uh, Tomas. I like Tomas. And I get, I threw a lot right. of roses at him during the on that podcast this season. But I've seen, I've seen enough. I've yes, seen a and, and big that's, enough and sample. That's, he, that feeds directly into my point. What significant player are you going to lose next year? That's on the roster this year. Tell me what player that is. Significant, probably well, marketing. Well, you, Marketing, yeah. But you, but both of you have sat here and told me you keep telling me, Larry, 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 Larry. Oh my God, Larry, Larry, Larry. And you've been crapping on marketing forever. Yeah, right. no, he, so, he's so, gone. That's fine with me. And that's my point: is that. Your core, the players who will be here next year, are the ones that are being have significant minutes. So why wouldn't you want them in the playoffs? Your core, You're, your core is Kobe. Your yep. core is Pat. Your core is Zach. Your core is Vucci. That's mm-hmm. four, right? So got no point guard. No, no, yeah, and, that, and that's what they have to address, and we're hoping that they do. But you have to, and then, just, and then you have no bench, and I got to address your entire bench. No matter besides what, Daniel Tice, who you got? You have to figure they, out your point guard, and they have to sign Daniel Tice. They have to yes, give Daniel right. Tice a big bag. Of, Daniel Tice has played himself into yes. a yes. nice contract. That's what 100%. I'm saying. Hundred percent. But you have no bench. But the, but that's what I'm saying is that you're gonna no matter what happens, if you're gonna have to replenish your bench, it doesn't matter. And they might have to get rid of Thad. They might, yeah, yeah. right, to, because to create, of the money to create space, right? Yes, right. But and either way, number one, you have to get a point guard. So it makes number no sense two. to play in the playoffs if these guys are not going to be together next year. But they are because your it core, doesn't. It doesn't. There's no chemistry. It doesn't your, hurt your core. Your the draft pick does not matter. I'm not saying the draft pick because we don't have a draft pick this right. year. So your core. It, why wouldn't you want them to get into the playoffs? And then give sooner? yourself a chance to win That's that playing game. No, we're not, you are not going to win a playing game. Let's be honest. Give yourself a chance. They, won't, play, they won't win a game Just in like the playing game. Just like football any no. given Sunday. No, not basketball. In a playing game, yes. In the in the grand scheme of who's going to win the championship, oh, no, no chance absolutely at all. not. No. But but again, what I'm saying is that your core is going to be here next year. Who is your core? The four that that Mike mentioned, and Zach's been missing so much significant right. time to gel with the, yes. these new players. We haven't right. even seen Troy Brown; he's been injured. Right, right. You know that time that Vucci and Zach could have had to gel together. Yes, we've missed out on. Right. So let's say they get that playing game. All right. We don't know what Zach and Vucci are going to do. They've been playing really well. Zach's put up twenty six, twenty seven points per game. Vucci, 21 points per game. And I, I don't think we're fooling anyone in thinking that they're going to have a significant chance to go up in the playoffs. Right. But for your... They could brand, win that playing game. Right. That's for your saying. brand new GM, for your brand new I head coach, so. for your brand new number four overall pick and your brand new all-star, that's a big step. That's step one. 
You have to have high expectations early and move on. And I agree with your skepticism. Yeah, yeah. I agree with it, but you still got to give yourself the the chance. Absolutely. I know what you're saying, but the only people that's going to benefit is the core four. And that's and that's what, be we're, next that's what we're concerned about. We're concerned that's about the, the that only core players four. I'm concerned about. These guys are the haven't. Players. They Who haven't played together all year. Bench. Let's Who put it. Who cares this. about the stupid bench? I don't care about the bench. Well, you're talking about winning, and, and you only and, win and, with a bench. You only and, win with a good bench. And that's yeah, but and those that's are replacement. Fine, but players. you're going to have to replenish yeah. them next year, yeah. whether you make the playoffs or not. You making the playoffs this year is insignificant in whether or not you're going to have to make sure that you're number one going to get a point guard and number two going to shore up your bench. That is insignificant to that. So what is and you got to find a way to it's resign a, Tice if you right. think he, he's yeah. going to be a big always, part of your squad. That it has, has to be signed. He has oh, to be signed. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Now, who would you rather keep, Tice or Thad? Ooh, I would keep Tice. I would keep Thad. Tice Thad, Thad is going to be maybe thirty-five. He's going to be thirty-five. Yeah, Tice and, and is twenty-eight. I, and that's what I'm saying. You got Tice, and Tice is going into his prime. And Tice has been a guy who's who's been good for Boston, but he's been under the radar, in my yeah. opinion. You don't hear about. Yeah, he's got Danny a much Tice. bigger role here. Yeah, absolutely. And he's proven that the kick can play. Oh yes, yeah, definitely. And he's tough. He's tough, man. He, he he he's a guy that I said before. He he fits in certain teams where you're just like, yeah, that's that's that grimy dude right there. Like he's gonna <laughs> sit there and you're gonna walk away. You know, you can always you can always tell a white dude with a fade is gonna give you an elbow at one point. <laughs> now I wasn't here, and I want to bring it up real quick. I wasn't here to talk about the Denzel Valentine shot against oh. the Miami. Oh Heat. man, can you guys I... just give me a recap of of how that went? Because I heard the podcast. I just wish I was here for it, dude. This dude. <laughs> Gets the ball, dribbles, takes two steps past half court, and shoots a air ball. You big dummy. What was he thinking? I have no. I, I and I was telling him, I'm like, you you call a timeout and you put his ass at the end of the bench. And guess what? Go wash my cars. Go wash everybody's cars. Because I've supported Denzel Valentine on the on that podcast for the past couple seasons. Because he can, because, because he, he can, can play. Shoot. He, he can, can shoot. play. He's very streaky. Uh, he's a very good passer. He can handle the ball. He's got one of the best floaters on the team. One of the better floaters in the Eastern Conference. And he if he, like, if and he, he stays inside a three-point line, okay. But dude, no, that dude cannot no, he, shoot the three. He, he can shoot the three. He can't shoot like the, you know, you can't shoot from the other field or the other court three. Yeah. You can't do that one. Yeah. You can't do this. He's shooting third. from the other end zone. My prediction, he's going to be a, a, a good player in this league for the for the next, I don't know, nine, ten years. Really? How long has he been in the league already, though? It's been like four, four or five. like yeah. that. Yeah. Remember, he was, was the G League champ? Yeah. <laughs> And so was uh, the summer, oh, 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 oh. the summer league champ. So was a three, uh, so maybe like more like eight or nine seasons. I, I think he still got has some good basketball in him. Oh, I think he's so young, too. but he's injury prone. That yeah, that, that's yeah. that's the number one. Well, thing. the other thing too is that he looks like uh, Bert from Bert and Ernie. Yeah, <laughs> and he made a terrible rap album. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's turn it over to veteran Chicago Fire reporter Big Z. Z, take it away. That's right. That's right. So. The Chicago Fire are continuing the tradition of Chicago teams by losing. <laughs> All right. So Fabio helped uh, the Red Bulls of New York overcome a strained first ca- uh, first half. Set up Christian uh, Caceres Jr. in the opener 47th minute. He beat the defender on the right-hand side of the penalty area and squared back a low cross. Or oh, the Venezuelan midfielder powered home for a 1-0 advantage. You get all that? Uh, yeah, let's do that soccer. <laughs> Let's kick it. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a quiet segment by myself here. You're doing great. Thank you. All right. So the Red Bulls doubled their lead in the 64th minute when Fabio headed and and clipped a Sean Davis ball towards the penalty shot. 
Caden Clark ran into the cushion setup, volleying home for a 2-0 lead. Let's just put it this way, man. The Chicago Fire are pretty much unmanned against all these great teams in, in, in the soccer league, in the MLS league. We're short about three players. So it sounds like the players uh, for the uh, Chicago Fire could have used the Red Bull. Hey. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. So, yeah, the Chicago Fire will play again next week. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goody, goody. Oh, boy. So, yeah, they play next Saturday, just so in case Mike Logic wants to, sh- wants to watch a game. Putting it in my calendar right now. That's dude. right. May 8th. They play at noon. So right when you wake up. <laughs> <laughs> they play Philadelphia, man. There you go. There you go. It's there in there. Go. I got it. What, awesome. team, what team is Philadelphia? The Revolution. The Union. No, the Union. Uh, I mean, no, New England Revolution. I mean, Philadelphia look, I, Union. I mean, I, I think I was kind of close in theory. Well, they're yeah, they they're neighboring cities. Kind of, yeah, they're yeah. neighboring cities. Well, they kind of like the they Philly has a thing. A patriotic yes. thing. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. Is there an LA Galaxy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I got one soccer team other than the Chicago Fire. <laughs> we got also got the Red Bulls. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we're having a lot of fun here, but we'll be right back up with three up and three down after a quick word from Anchor. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock, Big Z, and Mike Logic. Yeah. It's time to touch bases with our baseball. This is three up and three down. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Z, what's going on on the South Side? White Sox, White Sox, go, go, White Sox. South Side, the White Sox, they took a beating today against mm. the Cleveland 5-0. Jeez. All right, so let's get into the nitty-gritty. We uh, lost Lou Bob. We don't know how long. He uh, injured his hip running a single in the first inning of Sunday's game against Cleveland. He had to leave the game. Hopefully, a speedy recovery. This is not good news, man. No, uh, hips are no fun. I, hips don't lie. No, they don't. Uh, no, they don't. Not your hip. Not my hip. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Shakira, Shakira. There we go. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the, the hip, that is, that is a very... Uh, under the radar injury to me because people think knee, elbow, shoulder. Yeah, people. I think a lot of times, especially in in, in baseball, um, underestimate how painful hip pain can be. That was debilitating. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's completely. It's yeah. awful. He's had uh, he's had his uh his hip redone. I've had. You're some, an expert on this. Yeah, I I, I've, I've had yeah. my my stuff uh, recon- reconstructed as well. It is no joke. No, especially yeah, if you tear your labrum, yeah, or if you have to have the, your your femur reshaped, which I did. He had to get it completely redone. Yeah, I have he's, a whole, yeah. he's a bionic bionic man over here. Yeah. I mean, they're no joke. So Lou Bob is out. We don't know the extent of it. As soon as we know, we'll post it on the uh, Facebook page for you guys to know. But this is what's killing me. He's out. Garrett Crochet's down for an ten day. Adam Engel. Still don't know no right. reason why he's coming back. Jace Fry, Elo Jimenez, Ryan Burr, and big arm Jimmy Cordero, who doesn't like to wear sleeves, is out too. But this is this is what I told you before is that when you have some of your big stars injured and they come back halfway through the season, it's almost like adding a free agent. It is an acquisition, right. Yeah. You know? Oh, uh, on some Bears related news, the uh-huh. White Sox were the first one to post a jersey for Mr. Fields. Yeah, okay. 
people. Just wanted to throw that in. You just, right. just like bragging. I do. I do. All right. So uh, uh, Fields was also on uh, Waddle and Sylvie, uh-huh. and he, they asked him, are you Cubs or Sox? We're going to need him to pick a team. <laughs> he goes, I'm going with the white Cubs. Yeah. So, so, he, so he likes Rizzo. He likes Ian Happ. I don't know if that took that as a racist comment or what. Yeah, yeah, no, was, no, of weird. course not. He go, he goes, we got a couple of white guys on our he team, was just too. splitting it in a half, but I'm going to need him to make up his damn mind. Right. Yeah. You got to be on one side or the other. Yeah. We talk about on this show. We I, know who Derrick Rose likes. And that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And there's no, there's no, well, he's also from Chicago. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to. Bring up something a little bit later. We're yeah. going to talk about Derrick Rose. You do that. <laughs> All right. So Tim Madison's uh, been playing out of his mind since he's come back off the DL. And just like, you know, the Cubs had uh, uh, their leadoff man. And as, as they went, as he went, mm-hmm. you know, Dexter Fowler, as he went, the Cubs went. So Tim Anderson hit a grand slam yesterday, put the White Sox into, into the winning category. Yeah. Look, uh, Tim is back and he's whacking the ball and he's whacking that ball. <laughs> <laughs> out of the park so yeah. i mean i'm glad he's back one of the most dynamic exciting players and you know we've really like i said before we've seen him come out of his shell in the last yeah, couple of years definitely and it's great to see him back yeah. way to go timmy there we go good news <laughs> carlitos you know carlitos way uh-huh. uh, rodan is has carlos yes right four and oh his era is 0. 0.40 wow. in 25 innings he has 36 strikeouts and nine walks. This kid is dominating after being released, after getting overused by Ricky Renteria, and his wife was ranting on, you know, dogging the White Sox. Another player whose talent was never in question. It's all about health. Yep, it and was. Avail- availability. Yep. Rodan, excellent pitcher. What when, they say, when healthy. The most important ability is availability. Always. Right? There you go. Yeah. So, so now we... I, I equated him to a couple of different players in you the did. past. And, yeah, I, did. and I want to say Lowry was one of them, wasn't he? You did. Because a guy that you could see has a lot of potential but cannot stay healthy. healthy yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. Uh, I, I brought up Kevin White just because another guy who yeah. we never even really saw. Who? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem is that it, and, and sometimes these guys just need a chance. Because you remember Rex Grossman kind of went through something similar too. He kept breaking his ankle. Like yeah. for three years in a row in the preseason, he would get his cleats stuck and he broke his ankle. Then finally came back, and what happened? It was the, the year they went to the Super Bowl. So sometimes guys just need a chance. And he still might have his best baseball in front of him. Absolutely. He's only 28. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's super young. All right, next up for the White Sox, a pesky Reds who just walked off the Cubs today on Sunday. Yeah. That was not fun. That was not fun because you know what? Castellanos, who's on the Reds now, who I wish we could have signed, Mm -hmm. and I wish either we did or you did, you know, Mm -hmm. signed him. He is a central division killer. Doesn't matter what league he's in. He kills the teams. Again, I I talked about it before. He's one of these guys that unless you are in the central division, you don't know who the hell he is. He went five for five and, again, also got hit by a pitch. Yeah. Little, little pain in the ass, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> little Nikki. Yeah, that's where I was going with that. Oh man, he he torched us. Yeah, yeah. and the, and they end up winning. I mean, that, hey, you you told me I should I change did. the game when it was like eight to twelve. Yeah, and I did. the Cubs came back. Uh, Ian Happ actually got busted up pretty good. Oh, that was disgusting. Yeah. yeah so he, here's here's the thing though, like. We can talk about the Cubs, yeah. but I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Uh-huh. There were some good games. There were uh, some bad games. Oh yeah. There were some home runs, but I really have no focus on what the Cubs are doing right now. I am way too geeked, and I'm ready to talk about Justin Fields. But I will say this: 
Uh-oh. Chris no. Bryant smashing the ball. Hey, hey, man, I don't have a dump button. Chris Chris Bryant is smashing the ball. And he that's is. what I said. I, I, I'm happy for everything that happened. But guess what? Baseball will be there. I'm next happy week. for you. I'm going to let you finish. Hey, baseball was the, baseball <laughs> But will I got to get there. to Justin Fields. Well, we got to talk about Justin Fields. But I will say one thing. I don't have a dump button. That's okay. Garrett, man, <laughs> Amir Garrett can suck. <laughs> I, look, let me tell you something. This guy needs to go back to where he came from. Why is he he's always out there starting fights? Who is Amir Garrett? This is just Amir. Amir. Amir Garrett. This is just a dude. He's a pitcher. He likes to instigate. He's he not even a good pitcher. His ERA is like 15. But he likes to talk a lot of smack. And what this is the same guy who started a fight last week, so right? He, what, he struck out Rizzo and then he like was was uh, uh making all these demonstrative uh gestures and Javi got heated up and Javi popped up and just flew over over the rail and just started walking up and walking up he actually came out and and javi was so heated about that he came up and he said something like i don't care if you're a linebacker or a tight end in the nfl i ain't scared of nobody and and javi was heated now tell me that's not latino blood right there. oh that is that that that's boiling that's boiling man you get a latino riled up that blood boils you can see steam coming out of the ears just like in the cartoons man <laughs> I've heard and seen. <laughs> Mike, Mike, tell me, what did you think about Javi stepping up for Rizzo? I mean, Javi's got a lot of love for his teammates. Oh, yeah. I have mm-hmm. no problem when you have your teammates back. You it's know, supposed to be that way. You know Absolutely. when you're in the, in the trenches, you want that guy in there with you. Exactly. All right, everybody, let's take a pause for the cause and hear a quick word about our friends at Grit Clothing Company. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Welcome back to the TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. And today's guest co-host mike logic yes 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 thank you very much <laughs> once <laughs> again it is time for three and out hey man yeah. i got a lot more than three today oh do you i do <laughs> that's all right that's all right Guys, do the Bears actually have a chance? Uh, actually, have a quarterback this year? Like, this is this is crazy. I couldn't even read this. We have a quarterback, ladies and gentlemen. We have a quarterback. The Bears moved up nine spots to make the selection, trading with the New York Giants in exchange. The Bears gave up their number twenty pick uh, and a fifth round pick in twenty twenty one, along with the twenty twenty two first round pick and a fourth round pick in next year's draft. It's a lot. So, the Bears drafted. Justin Fields, my boy. You guys should see the smile on his face. It's as he says this. Yeah, there's tons of smiles over here. <laughs> tons so, of smiles so going around. Here, right here, before we get into all of that. Okay. 
this is what we saw as areas of need for the Bears. Yeah, so we talked about it last week where we needed offense, and this included being getting a quarterback, which mm-hmm. we addressed, mm-hmm. a wide receiver. Did we address that? We did. We did address that. We needed a tackle to protect our quarterback. Did we address that? Uh, those, please. Oh, perfect. <laughs> hey, defense, we need a quarterback. Did we address that? Uh, uno, por favor. Oh, look at that. Check, check, check. Look at this. Um, we've been dogging Ryan Pace yes. and Matt Nagy for the last year. Some some of us have been dogging. I've been dogging him. I've been telling you because I'm the level-headed one. The loud one is the level-headed one. Can you figure that out? <laughs> because I says... Yes, good. Yes, bad. Again, again, before uh-huh. this draft, we gave him a hard time about Mitch Trubisky. We did. And the problem is that. Rightly so. And, and rightly so. Now, I'm not defending that. Okay. But sometimes your A's and B's look terrible. Or, you know, that F brings those A's and B's down. It brings down your sense? average. It brings okay. down your average. Yeah, right. I get that. Right. So he's had a bunch of good players. Oh, and he's, had a bunch he's of hit, good signings. He's hit very well, especially yes. in the lower rounds. Uh, Roquan Smith is a first round pick. Yes, you understand what I'm saying? No, like, he's yes, he's done well with what he's used his first round pick for. Trubisky and Kevin White, no good. Right. Leonard Floyd is a very solid NFL player. Your two picks went to Khalil Mack, uh, Roquan Smith. So you have done well in the first round. Yeah. I, I just want to put that out there. Problem is, Leonard Floyd's not on this team any longer. He's still, again, that was the other player that I talked about. Yes, A guy did. that showed a lot of promise, was injured. I agree and, with you. And that's exactly Lowry Markinen. That's exactly Carlos Rodon. Now he's getting his third chance or his second uh, chance in the NFL, and he's make, taking advantage of it. That's exactly what I'm talking right. about. Right, Markinen will go to the Spurs you, next season and probably will make a star. Oh, oh, yeah, and, and, agreed. But, but that's what I'm saying is that you – he was replaced by Vooch, who was just uh, and uh, just a much better player Absolutely. right now. Yeah. But the point being is that sometimes these guys just need that second chance. Right. Sometimes you have a good player. You were drafted early for a reason, so they're not all bust. No. So, Mike, do me a favor. Break down the Bears draft picks in the 2021 draft. All right. Round one, the number 11 overall pick that we got from the, the Giants. And when I say we, I mean Chicago Bears, Bears fans. <laughs> Justin Fields, QB, out of Ohio State. Can I just say right now, please, that, that I predicted that the Bears would draft Justin Fields? True yes, story. You True did. story. This you is did. a fact. Number one, I'm going to tell you, I've been following this kid uh, since his high school career. He was on a show called QB1, I think Under the Lights or something like that, on Netflix. I followed his career. I saw when he originally picked to go to Georgia. Okay. He ended up transferring to Ohio State. Right. And when we're getting ready to do, why did he transfer? Because he, he wasn't he wasn't going to be able to start because of the, there was already a, a starter there, Jake Fromm. Yeah, Jake Fromm. Jake, yeah. Where is Jake Fromm doing? State yeah. Farm. <laughs> Jake Fromm State Farm. <laughs> is that is that what that kid's doing now? He's he's working for State Farm. He's doing something. Is he is he in the NFL? In the NFL. He's not. No, he's not. Well, wow. He's not, he's not on the field if he is. Yeah. Wow. I think he was drafted as like a, a backup or something like that. But but he had to – at the time, he was I think their he guy. had the seniority. He was their guy. He was the guy to start there. So he transfers to, to Ohio State. But here's the thing. When we get ready to do our graphics, I may make a template. So I just happened to the graphic that we made for last uh, week's show. I did a draft uh, uh, graphic, our, our flyer, right? Okay. I put Justin Fields. I put uh, – Mond and I put um, Trey Lance on there. It was just three random players. Yep. When I made our graphic for whoever we were going to pick, yep. I just 
randomly picked Justin Fields. It was the first graphic that I had there. I put it all together. I says, hey, guys, look at this. For whoever we draft, this is what it's going to look like. Right. This is like, what, two hours before the draft? It was a good choice. And it came true. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I am undefeated. I am the winner. Uh, The Oracle. Yeah, like, where, where's this crystal ball at? Because right? we need it for the other teams because they suck <laughs> right now between the Bulls, the Blackhawks, and the Fire. Jeez. All right, so round two. The Bears move up. They get the number 39th pick from the Panthers, and they draft the offensive tackle out of Oklahoma State, Tevin Jenkins, and I'm excited about this pick as well. Great. Yeah, yeah. Another, another great pick. That's right. Who else did they pick? Round five. From the Panthers, 151. Overall. Overall. Thank you, Eddie. Larry Borum. Borum, Borum. Borum. Let me try that again. Larry Borum. Round five, 151 overall from the Panthers. The Bears selected Larry Borum, the offensive tackle from Missouri. Missouri. This kid right here, what I will say about these two picks. Yeah. The person who I saw was most excited about this was Tariq Cohen. He took to Twitter, and what he put is that when they drafted Tevin Jenkins, what did he put? Hog. Then put when they drafted Larry Burrow, what did he put? Hogs. Hogs. He's got a picture of each player, and just his caption was just hogs on Twitter. This dude, you could stack up about seven Tariq Cohen's, mash them all <laughs> together like Play-Doh, and you might get one of these dudes. That's how big they are. So you know he's excited. Because he's going to find these little slivers of holes to sneak yeah. through. That's why. Jenkins is 6'6", 320, big, nasty. And he, he's a monster. So little tidbit on Jenkins. He played four seasons at Oklahoma State. His past blocking snaps were 1,129. Yeah. Out of those snaps, two Snap, uh, two sacks allowed. Two, two, two sacks allowed out of all of these snaps that he played on. Four offense. years. I mean, four years. This is so. What you're talking about? You're talking about a, a guy who is like Mike said. He's a hog. Yeah. He's a hog. down in the trenches guy, and he's, he's Billy Bob. And he's just he is a guy. From what I'm hearing about this guy now, now here's the thing: is that you know last week we were talking a little bit about uh, predictions. So you know what were you talking about? Uh, AJ was a Shelty. Yeah, AJ, AJ Schulte, how I butchered his name last week. I'm still <laughs> going to butcher it. Uh, from Pro Football Network, got one of the Bears' picks correct. So he's he's tied with you. Right. There you go. There you go. So, but it wasn't Justin Fields. He actually had Fields going at number three to San Francisco. And Which we know that a they, lot of people did. Right. A lot of people did, but San Fran ended up going with the guy that I thought the Bears should have went after with Trey Lance. Yeah. Sunshine. Sunshine went number one. Of course, Sunshine number one. But we, we knew that. And then you had Zach, what, Zach Wilson go to the Jets. And then Mac, uh, he was supposed to go high, too. And he went super low. So now here's the thing is that when we're talking about Trey Lance going to the San Francisco 49ers, yeah. is that a lot of people were saying that, yes, they could have taken uh, Mac Jones or they could, could have taken Justin Fields. What they liked about him is that I think what's going to happen is with Shanahan and his offense, he's going to be able to do things with – one of these more mobile quarterbacks okay. that other teams wouldn't be able to get out of them because of his scheme, because of his system, because of the way he plays. So now he's got a guy that he's always wanted Jimmy G to be able to turn into, but Jimmy uh, G can't stay healthy, and that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, he uh, he had Jenkins going to the Bears at 20, and guess what? We still got him. We uh, still, it yeah. didn't matter. We, yeah, we didn't we, matter. We got him way later. That's right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they, they hit – 
they hit this this one directly on the head. Yeah. They thought he, they would be able to get him at 20. The Bears were not there at 20 anymore because of the trade. But he was still there at 39. That's crazy, man. That's so they, just crazy. They ended up, they moved up, and they got Jenkins. Round so, six, the 217th overall pick, Khalil Herbert, running back, Virginia Tech. Another running back. It was kind of a weird pick because they do have a lot of running backs on this roster. So a lot of people were left scratching their heads after this pick. He might end up on the practice squad. I think with him, what what we're more than likely going to see out of him is a lot of special teams. He might be a returner for us. There we go. We needed that. Round six, I really like this pick because of the name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 221st overall pick, Daz Newsome, wide receiver from North Carolina. Daz Newsome, I hope. What, what was that college he came from? Did, did he play with, Tri- with, with Trubisky? No. He not, no. He he played at North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. So I I mean I have one player that I absolutely love from North Carolina. Trubisky. Uh, no. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Yes. Thank you. Thank oh. you. Thank you, Mike Logic. Vince Carter. No, right. Not, no, I don't care. Right. Vince Carter. I, I'm, I, like, I'm, lo- I'm looking at all the statues. I got a Jordan back there. That's, what, that's, that's <laughs> my my tunnel vision. And then I got a player from North Carolina who I'm not a big fan of. You can guess that one. Oh, I think that's Trubisky. There you go. There you, you go. Ding, right ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Something I saw that was really cool about Daz Newsom. His father named him after the rapper Daz Dillinger, if you guys remember. The, uh-huh. the classic album, Doggy Style, by Snoop Doggy yeah. Dogg. Daz yes, is all over that. Great producer. And I, I love that story. So Daz Newsom, wide receiver from North Carolina. Round six we're still in. The 228th overall pick. Thomas Graham Jr., cornerback. Oregon. So that was the pick that we were talking about when they needed a quarterback. Um, I I, I want to say real quick. I think it's funny that the rapper had to point out the rapper thing, but whatever. Right. That's so, just coincidence. <laughs> but the, the Bears went after it and they got the cornerback. Um, so you're looking at uh, Bears had number two seventeen, number two twenty one, and number two twenty eight, and they went running back, wide receiver, cornerback. These are kind of guys that you're going to hope to plug in wherever you can, right. because these aren't guys that are supposed to be stars of your team. So these are the sleeper picks. These are the guys that you don't even think about, and they're going to be real sneaky. Who's the last guy that the Bears drafted this year? Round seven, 250 overall. Kyrus Tonga, defensive tackle, BYU. Ooh. You said Tonga. Tonga. Yeah. That is the perfect name yeah. for a defensive tackle. Uh, am I guessing this right? He's Samoan? Maybe. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Possibly. I don't have that note in front of me. But I do have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Was this draft the Ryan Pace draft or the Matt Nagy draft? Matt Nagy got his guy. I love this draft. I think they knocked this draft out of the park. They addressed every single need that they had. I, again, I'm a huge fan of Justin Fields. I I will say that the first thing that I thought of while we're watching the draft, you got to remember two things. He was originally slated to be like the number one or, or number two overall pick. And, and and last year, take it back about two years, it was debatable whether it was going to be him or Trevor Lawrence at the number one spot. Yeah, how how happy are you that the Jets decided to take Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson, of, I mean, I don't care. Hey, look, I, even I don't care about the BYU. The less battle-tested Zach Wilson. I, and I don't care about BYU quarterbacks, and I'm including Jimmy Mack. Because people love Jimmy Mack, and I'm like, he wasn't even a good quarterback. He just happened to be riding them coattails. I don't care what you say. So I don't care about quarterbacks from BYU. But this is the way that I look at it. You got a guy who is predicted to possibly go 
number two or number three overall once it was decided by the league and by everyone else that Trevor Lawrence was going to be the number one pick. So you had a guy that was sitting there and no one took him. And the Chicago Bears, the Chicago Bears managed to find a way to move up and get Justin Fields. This guy has been a star since he was a kid. Justin Fields, two-time Graham George Offensive Player of the Year, two-time Greasy Breeze Quarterback of the Year, 2019 Big Ten Football Championship Game MVP, two-time first-team All-Big Ten. That is a decorated college quarterback. So what you're saying is we got a quarterback. Here here he comes, the Soldier's Field. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so, yeah. Soldiers, and and they're gonna have to they're gonna have to change the name of the stadium and just take out Soldier and put Justin. I mean, what what are they, Justin Fields here? Soldier Fields. This is this is the thing that I got. I really really want you guys to think about. All right. All the quarterbacks that we've had in here, you've had some that were decent, some that were mediocre, some that were okay. Like Jake Jake Cutler, we talked about last week when I told right. you I was gonna you know <laughs> knock you out. Um, but we have never had a quarterback. That was as marketable as Justin Fields either. No. Because you sit here and we're watching State Farm ads and we see Aaron Rodgers, yeah. old guy. Yeah. And we see uh, Pat Mahomes, young guy. Yep. And we see Drew Brees in every commercial. And we see Baker Mayfield in, in the the uh, commercials. Dak Prescott with his cameras. Dak, Dak Prescott. And he's in a lot of... We have never, ever in Chicago had a quarterback that everyone rooted for. Yeah. Because you root for Dak, he's like, you know what? He looks like he's a good guy. I don't care about the Cowboys. I'm rooting for you as a person. I'm rooting for you as a player. Now you're finally going to have a player that is not a defensive player on the mm-hmm. Chicago Bears where nationally you're going to have someone rooting for him. Just it's, it's weird, man, to finally have a franchise quarterback. An intelligent franchise yeah. quarterback. Someone who could take a lot of information, comprehend it, and then apply it to what they're doing on the field. Yeah. yeah. And, and that was the, one of the things is that, if I'm not mistaken, he had one of the highest IQs of all of the players that came through and right. did the, uh, all the tests. I mean, it's you don't... Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Would you have been as excited if the Bears moved up to get Mac Jones instead of Justin Fields? No. Absolutely not. No, I was no. yelling at the TV. This better not be Mac Jones. Because that, that would have been Trubisky 2.0. I think the city might have burned down if they, they they selected Mac Jones. If they moved up to select Mac Jones. With, with Justin Fields I'm, it's still there. Yes. 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 Justin Fields still there. Now, yeah. I, w- I was talking to somebody. I'm like, if the Bears are at 20, Mac Jones is still there around yeah. Yeah. 15, 16, and you got to move up a couple spots to get him. Yeah. And I understand that. Right. But if, no if way. He's there and Fields is not. Yes. Right. Yeah. But no way am I passing on Justin Fields to draft Mac Jones. No. no. Now, Mac Jones might have a great, and I hope he does. I hope he has a great career yeah. with, with the Patriots. Yeah. Go over there. Over, over there. there. Over there. Don't bother us. So what, what's the expectations for this kid then? This, I'm going to tell you what the I mean, expectations do we, are. We are we taming it down or are we raising the bar for this kid? The expectations really depend on some of their other picks. I'm going to bring it back to, we're going to talk about Tevin Jenkins. Okay. Because this kid right here, this is a dog. This is a down in the trenches guy. It's a hog. Um, His quickness, his power, and his fantastic use of hands are some of the main reasons why he only allowed those two sacks that you were talking about. Right. And and what they're saying is that he has a bright future ahead of him at right tackle in the NFL. So if that's true, 
Justin Fields can be very successful in the NFL. Agreed. We, we, if, uh, he turn, if he's a turnstile, it doesn't matter. Uh, we, we've, we've seen this with, with, with your boy Jay Cutler. When yeah. he had a good yeah. offensive line, he was phenomenal. So, and he had good wide receivers, too. So, like... I. I will tell you that I have a really good feeling about Jenkins from what I've seen from him. Because remember, like like we were talking about a little bit earlier, he was predicted to be available to the Bears at 20, and he lasted all the way to 39 when they picked next. Mm-hmm. So what that means is that they were able to slide up and get the quarterback and then still get the tackle that they needed. So he came out, Tevin Jenkins, <laughs> this kid is a quote machine. When they asked him to describe his, his style of play, he says, I'm tough. I'm a physical, nasty MF. I'm a dude who does not shy away from hits. Love a it. dude who actually wants to get physical and a dude who wants to bust his ass. That's who you want on the line. This is yes. that kid. That, that, that's a Chicago offensive lineman. That's, what, that's exactly what that is. I also need to point out, I was saying Soldier's Field, just to see if one of you guys would correct me. Because you said it wrong. Because I said it wrong. I'm trying to get you to say Fields. Soldier no, Fields. I, 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 right. I know what you said. I was trying to get you to correct the last part. So here's the thing. You have just it's it's hard to find the words to describe how you feel when you're actually when you're a Chicago Bears fan and you can't we're 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 at a great age because we can actually enjoy it and we can go out. And, it's like and we've been inside it. of this hurricane for the past 20, 30 years. It's like we were and, in a quarterback pandemic. And, and, and now you see sunlight and sunshine and birds chirping. And Justin Fields is a vaccine. That, <laughs> this guy. Boom! This undefeated <laughs> once again. There you go. There you go. So I, I really, really want to talk about this. Um, there's a potential for Justin Fields to be the best quarterback in the NFC North. A small potential. Uh-huh. There is a disgruntled quarterback up north in Green Bay. Wait, he's still up there? I thought he was doing Jeopardy. <laughs> I, it sounds like his is job's he, in is Jeopardy. Is he as good as everybody says he is? Because I watched it, and I'm like, don't quit your day job, Aaron. I mean, you're you're, you're okay. You're a nice little re- replacement uh Every now and then, type what is of it? Host. Dry humor. Does, that, does, he's that very is, dry. He talks like this all the time. He it's never, monotone, right? He's very monotone. He's very smart. Very smart guy. He's entertaining. My my favorite part of, of him, can I see him doing it full time? No. no, no. He doesn't have he doesn't have the voice for it. But my favorite part of him hosting Jeopardy is when they had the final question and the, and one of the contestants says, "Hey, who who wanted to kick that field goal?" Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was a great TV moment. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is very upset with the Green Bay Packers. He does not like the GM at all. He says he's not going to play for the DM. The GM, Brian Gutekunt. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> sure, we'll take your word for it because I'm, I'm horrible at that. You got that, that beat button ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his so, name. So, but, but here, I didn't here, give it to him. Here is a crazy thing that I just found out. Okay. There is a good reason why Aaron Rodgers is, you know, kind of angry at the Packers organization. Is this because only... Quarterbacks that with the Packers have only lasted 16 seasons. Only. Only 16 seasons. Just saying. You know, it, so I'm not sure if it was actually Favre that came out and said it, but there has been a lot of talk about Favre just sitting there in his old grandpa chair with his feet up yeah, he's and, been his, doing that. and his Wranglers and just giggling and laughing at Aaron Rodgers. Be because, like, yeah, it did it to, oh, to him. Oh, oh, you don't like that too yeah. much, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Go play for Minnesota and the Jets. 
But I so, think the I think the front office has completely messed this up. I, I think their, so it's too. their fault. hundred percent. So here here's the thing. The Bucks drafted Kyle Trask this year to back up Brady. Right. They told Brady, even though he's only been there a year, Brady, guess what? Just so you know, we're drafting a quarterback. I mean, just so you know. You gotta address the future. That guy's not gonna be there forever. Just so you know. Right. We're bringing in another guy. Yeah. The Bears told Andy Dalton, who has not played a game for the Chicago Bears, they told him, hey, if we can get Justin, he's coming to Chicago. Who's starting? Andy well, Dalton's starting. Andy Dalton's starting. Andy Dalton's starting. They, 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 they already told him he's a starter before this happened, they but already, this happened. They already told him he's the starter, and they came out on draft night or the night before and says, yes, hey, Andy's our starter, which he should be. Again, You agreed. can't. Justin Fields agreed. still needs some seasoning. Andy Dalton's QB one A, yeah, and yeah. Justin Fields QB one B. And the thing is, is that it's not like we're talking about the most durable guy anyway. No, no, you know, not at all. But here is is the key point of all of this: a guy that's been with their team for one year got the respect from the organization to say, "Hey, we're bringing another guy." A guy who signed and has not even played a game for your organization. They told you, "Hey, we're going to bring another guy." The Green Bay Packers never told their legendary quarterback they were going to draft Jordan Love. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And that's from Bears fans. As an organization, do you have to tell your quarterback that you're drafting a quarterback? It's my organization. As an organization, when you have one of the best quarterbacks of all time in a in a city that has legendary quarterbacks, Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, who, who they have done a disservice to anyway because he's been up there for 16 years, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and there's a reason why you only have one ring is because your team does not support you. What you do, what you have to do to maintain a great relationship yep. with, your, with, your, with your star players, not just your star player, your star players, if, if it's applicable. Don't Please do not forget the fact that he spent most of his career in Green Bay with Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. This is a new quarter. Poor guy. <laughs> yeah. This is a brand new regime that's up there now with him. You know, you had Ted Thompson uh, for a long time. I think he's the president. But, I mean, you the, the pieces that you had in place. Uh, now you got Brian Gutekunst. <laughs> you just, <laughs> you like you just, saying you that. I think you just like saying that. It's his name. You can't tell me that he shouldn't feel slighted because of that. As an organization, I'm looking out for my future. As, as an organization, but talk to your best player, yes. one of the greatest yes. players of all Absolutely. time, and let but him I'm know. I'm a quarterback. I'm not, say, I'm not saying, hey, this guy's going to start next year. It doesn't year. matter. It does not matter. Tell me that you're drafting my the, the guy who's going to replace me out of respect. Hey, Aaron, we're we're thinking about drafting Jordan Love. You know, what? It's just respectful, man. It's just flat out respect. Or you go get Aaron another weapon instead yes. of draft yes. a quarterback, hundred percent in yes. the first round. If that's gonna, where I agree with you, right? Because it's either way. I mean, there's a. But what I'm saying is that the Bears told a guy who's never played a snap, "Hey, we're going to draft another quarterback." We said you're QB one. We said it on Twitter, so you know it's official. Yeah, you are QB one, but I'm going to draft another guy. It's like don't up. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have had their quarterback, their starting quarterback for one year, who took them to the Super Bowl with a bunch right. of misfits. Yep, and won the Super Bowl. Hey, Tommy, we're going to draft another guy. This is this is eventually we hope to be a replacement. This dude has been there forever. In two different situations too. Tom Brady's forty three years old. Right. He he understands what's yeah. going on. He's like, like I'm I got, not going to be playing forever. Right. He's got one more year, maybe two left. Aaron Rodgers is a lot younger than Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers is thirty eight. I think he's like thirty eight. Right. 
But it's, it's just be transparent. That's that's it. It's, and, and it's that's that simple. That you that's how you remain re- a. Gr- that's how you remain with a, a great relationship. Aaron Rodgers is essentially the way that their current regime sees Aaron Rodgers as a leftover. He is a leftover from Mike McCarthy. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but I'm saying it's, it's just like history repeating itself because they did that three times already. Well, I don't know about Bart. I don't know what happened with Bart Starr. I mean, he, but I'm saying what, it happened with Aaron Rodgers. We know that, or uh, with uh, with Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that that's where you're at, man. All right, any final thoughts on the Bears draft? Your grades on the Bears draft? How about that? Give me your grades. Um, I think the Bears get an A. I mean, I can't. I, I This has been, let me tell you something. Aside from the Bears, this has one, been one of the most entertaining drafts I've ever seen. Bef- before we uh, get out of here real quick, I want to mention there was three different quarterbacks who got one of their old college teammates on oh, their that's team. That's right, in the draft. that's right. So Jer- uh, Joe Burrow got his old wide receiver from LSU, Jamar Chase. Uh, Tua Tunga Viola, dude, think, that's I, awesome. I, I, think, I, I think still so. got it. You still got it. Uh, Jalen Waddle, his uh, he that kid's a beast. Both that in kid's Miami a beast. Now, yeah. So you got two there, and then Trevor Lawrence, who got drafted by the Jags, he got his running mate from the national championship uh, uh, from last year. Travis Etienne got drafted by the Jags as well. Yeah, I'm excited for the Jags. It, it's gonna be. You like saying Jags, <laughs> Jags and Gutekunt. There you go. Gutekunt. And and another cool, really cool thing, Northwestern actually had a first round pick. Greg Newsom was uh, drafted in the first round. Where do you go? They had two. They had Rashawn Slater. Oh, that's right. And that's the cool thing. They never had two. That's uh, right. NFL first rounders. First rounders. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this was so props by to far Pat's for, for, for Pat's for Pat's yeah. Dude, go Cats. Go I mean, Cats. You go Cats. I, I'm telling you, front to back, this has been an extremely entertaining draft. As a Bears fan, to see what they were able to pull out of, and considering what we've seen them do, mm-hmm. and and the disappointments of not being able to get Mahomes, I does this does this make up for it? it does yes, it does. It does. And to answer Z's question, Rashawn Slater will be blacking for Justin Herbert on the Los Angeles Chargers. Ooh. Oh, and, and that's another another great situation. And your boy uh, Jake Fromm, uh, he's up there with Trubisky in Buffalo. <laughs> so Jake, Jake is from Yeah Jake is from <laughs> He will never see the field yeah. Nah I don't know Nah, nah. Uh, Here's the thing If Trubisky is start, is going to be Playing over you Because he Trubisky's the backup He's yes. got to be the backup Oh yeah right? Yeah because he has the NFL uh, uh, pedigree Yeah yeah. So anyway yeah uh, fi- Final grade A A I'm, I'm going to give him an A plus Because I thought they They addressed Like we talked about They addressed Every single And they made some pretty ballsy moves moving up. Yeah, tra- trading picks. Graham Pace is, has never shied away from. Oh no, he's he's a gambler. He's a gambler. He right. loves movies. And and again, I I really don't want to talk about Trubisky on the show ever again. <laughs> so that's just, just, but, we're gonna book in on this one. But that's why I liked Pace because he had the balls to move up and get Trubisky in the first place. I like that move, and that right there was the baby step to him moving up, being aggressive, and getting our next quarterback now. Agreed. Well, we're talking about Trubisky real quick. If Trubisky was drafted, let's say 26, 27th, instead of yeah. the yep. Bears, No, no, it's different. Yes, yes, there yes, would yes, be yes, less yes. scrutiny yes. over that. Oh, pick. Agreed. Agreed. A lot 100%. less criticism. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, maybe, maybe Mitch didn't get a a fair shake. A fair shake. Or he got the short end of the stick. Does this make up for drafting Trubisky? Yes. We'll see. I got to see Justin Fields play. I got faith in Nick. I got faith in Kid. It, it's just a lot different. It's a lot different because I was on the Trubisky train as soon as they drafted him. Like uh, there must I, be, there must be a reason that you're taking yeah. this guy over 
the decorated, yeah. battle-tested quarterback, Deshaun Watson. You didn't even sit down with Deshaun Watson. Now I'm getting fired up at the end of the show. So <laughs> we 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 had two black quarterbacks, and the Bears took this square jaw white guy. And now hey, that's the another, Bears. Took, that's another thing, but that might be another topic. For another <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Show. Like that, that, it, it, there's just so many reasons to be happy that the Bears ended up getting their guy. And it's kind of unbelievable. And that we their got guy is Justin Fields. 11. Yeah, and that their guy is Justin Fields, and it's not just Mac. I, I would have been mad if they got Mac Jones. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a pause for the cause. We'll be right back with Stirring the Pot. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. And Mike Logic. Oh, thank you. Yeah, oh, he's still here. Oh, he's still here. All right. I haven't <laughs> left. <laughs> hey, you know what's up? It's a special day. We got Mike Logic here. So it's going to be a three-man booth here. And we're going to do Story the Pot. Is it, no, it's all right. It's all right. We got, we got a leg room. <laughs> so it's that time again, brothers. Uh-oh. It, yeah. It's time for Stirring the Pot. All right, boys. I'm going to go with something that's a hot dish okay. uh, in the past year, year and a half. Uh-huh. And I like where this is going. Yeah, because, you know, Mike Elijah loves food, too. <laughs> He's a foodie just like us. Uh-huh. All right, so uh, the big craze in the past, I want to say, 18 months has been birria, quesabirria tacos. Okay. So, mm. quesabirria. So, it's, it's a quesadilla. It's like, uh-huh. you know, fried with the, with the juices, the consomme. Barbacoa. It, well, it's... it's, it's, yeah. it's uh, Essentially, kind of like barroco, but yeah, it's, it's a different. But birria and it's goat. So the real, people, yeah, the real birria. Real birria is goat. So if you go, goat, don't know yes. that, yeah, it's goat. Sorry. So, uh, is that a yay or is it an a? Anquesa birria tacos. Go ahead, Mike. Okay, so I have firsthand experience on this <laughs> because we were actually doing some. Um, my group was doing some food reviews. Okay, going around to certain restaurants. And shout out to Salute Kitchen. They have, they just reopened, or actually they're about to reopen, and they specialize in birria tacos. Uh-oh. Birria. Birria. It's so hard for me to roll my R's. <laughs> birria tacos. <laughs> oh, boy. And I can tell you, especially with the dipping juice, mm-hmm. birria tacos are phenomenal when made right. They're basically, you know the way I think about them is like a dipped beef. Yeah, the ajus. Yeah, bro. The ajus. The ajus. 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 Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> bro, look at me. You know I want some damn tacos dipped in cheese and juice and all those. Come on, man. We Come had on. a chance today to go. Well, you know, hey. Hey. Busy. Eddie, okay, so besides. things to do. This is the one of the business days. Besides that spot, we have any other spots you want to shout out? Alejandro's man, Alejandro's over here in North Lake. That's uh, my boy Louis up there. He, they got that. Yeah, it's very, very good. All right, all right. I mean, I'm gonna go back to the hood because you're not keeping it in the hood. Uh-huh. You're over there on Western and like Palmer. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Jalisco. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I know yeah. you know where it's at. You know, I, I know exactly where. It's That's at. where you I've get your birria. I've been there. And then, if you want to go to the South Side, my South Side people in Chicago. Uh, Birria Saragossa Okay Over there on Pulaski and Archer I want to hear Phenomenal my, I want to hear my logic Pronounce that Birria Saragossa Oh boy <laughs> It's not a burp <laughs> Birria Saragossa hey, That close. wasn't bad That was <laughs> good That was good <laughs> Oh Woo baby Yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Clap it up for Beria. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that, that that's that's three yays. That's three yays. I mean, of course it's Beria. That's that's three yays. I mean, hey, and definitely check out my boys at Salute Kitchen. They got some fire Beria. Where, 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 where's Salute Kitchen at? Salute Kitchen, you have to Google it. They changed their address. <laughs> no, they, they changed their oh, address. Oh, that's right. They're reopening. Yeah, but yeah. It, they're about to reopen. Trust me. You're going to want to check it out. Tell them Mike Logic sent you. Oh, we, we, Ooh, did you get a discount? Yeah, does it give us anything or just? I'm hoping so. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're, you're hoping for a free meal. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping... never turning down a free meal. <laughs> but I do this out of the kindness of my heart. I'm hoping that going over there and trying one of these birria tacos. Oh, look at you. Aha. Uh-huh. That's right. Well, you grew up where I grew up. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah, you can roll can you your say eyes. Per- I hope per- they give me I hope they give me yeah. Per- <laughs> I hope it gives me a better feeling than sitting here looking at this giant two VCRs taped together <laughs> laptop that Mike Lajic got sitting on my table with a picture of LeBron James on it in a Chicago <laughs> studio. What is going on over here, Mike? You're just mad my laptop is bigger than yours. <laughs> Bro, you're mad. your laptop looks like a ColecoVision. Why is it so big? I left this picture on <laughs> just because I knew one day I'd be sitting here in the studio and, and I wanted you to have a look the, at it. This is what thing, Ideal always has to look at. Now you have to look at you it. You know what makes me really mad about it is because I can see behind it. Someone did a nice little graph piece on it. Tony Patagonia. So what is going on here? I'd rather look at that. It's still there. I know it's there. Yeah, but I, I, hey, I'd much rather look at something artistic and you know pleasing to look at than this dude you know, laying on the ground. Well, after Flopping. the Lakers win the title again this year. Ooh. Ooh, there's the prediction. I've been waiting for it all show, and it finally came out. I'll put another picture there with LeBron holding another trophy. Oh, so if the, La- if, the, if the Lakers lose, what are you going to do with that picture? I mean, well, this one, this one's going to stay. Uh-huh. No, no, if the Lakers lose, no. that's got to come down. If the Lakers lose. So now you're telling me what I have to Lakers, do with my property. If the, if the Lakers <laughs> lose, I think what you do is take this, wrap it on the outside of a birria taco, and dunk it. <laughs> turn you know, that, you know turn that some bit sideways and strick it straight up your candy ass. Dwayne, the Rock Johnson people, has entered the studio. No, but what's funny is. I just did this for one show on the Shinator Radio. And it, 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 was, it was a joke. And it, it snowballed. And then it, it just stuck. I, I can't get it off my laptop well, as yeah, much as I try. It's got yeah. that cheap scotch tape on it. Of course it's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Before we go, what you looking at? What are you watching that is not sports? Well, I'm going to give it over to Mike over here. City on a Hill with Kevin Bacon and Aldous Hodge. That's a, that's on my to do. Phenomenal show. That's, that's tonight. And I also started watching on HBO uh, Mayor of Easttown with Kate Winslet. It's a murder mystery She's a uh, type of show. She's a, she's a detective. Okay. You guys definitely want to check it out. All right, cool. I'll, I'll check those out. Um, well, I've been actually uh, catching up on The Shy. So, again, I, I, I'm i all about Chicago, and I started that series a couple years ago, and I just fell off because I, I didn't have Showtime anymore. Now mm-hmm. that I got Showtime, I'm, I'm midway through season two already within a week, and season three, I think, comes out uh, later on in this month and at the end of May. Okay. So, it's a good show. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying watching like the scenes that are filmed. You're like, oh my god, that's over here. Uh-huh. Oh, that's over it's here. Like, it's like when you watch Shameless. Yeah, Shameless yeah. or any of the Chicago shows, the Chicago PD Fire, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, E, what are you watching? So, I got one thing that I'm going to watch. Uh, 
it just came out on Netflix. It looks really cool. It's called Mitchell versus the, the Mitchells versus the Machines. It's like this, yes. yeah. It's like this family, like yes. this functional family. Um, from what I saw from the uh, um, the preview, that it's basically, I think it was in the same styles, uh, same style as Spider Man Enter the Universe or the Spider Verse or whatever. I forget the name of it. We watched that like one hundred and fifty thousand times. So I'm excited about this one. Um, I also watched that show you were talking about on HBO. It's called, or it, or I think it was a Comedy Central show. It's called Southside. And it was kind of like I, I want to mm-hmm. say, yeah, yeah Southside. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's like I'm familiar with it. I didn't watch it. Yeah, but I'm it, familiar it with it. was it was it was funny. I watched the whole thing. It was only one season, but it, it was pretty funny. It it definitely looked like a YouTube show. Yeah, it looked like someone filmed it off of their iPhone. And but it it was pretty funny. It it definitely had its moments. So that's that's my Chicago related uh, show. But definitely this Mitchells versus Machines. This looks really cool. I'm excited to watch this one. I'm telling you, if you can catch City on a Hill on Showtime, that show. Yeah, I'm waiting to it like keeps getting better each week. I'm waiting to like there's enough. St- Episodes to stack up where I can spend some time and just binge it. I'm, I'm waiting I'm, for I'm it to show up on a, a, someone's fire stick. So I'm not <laughs> trying to pay for that mess. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. All right, y'all. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I want to give a special shout out to our three-headed monster, the third head, Mike Logic. Tell us what you got going on real quick. First of all, it's been a lot of fun, fellas. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yep. Just recorded on Sunday on that podcast with Mike Logic and Ideal, season two, episode 10. Mm-hmm. A lot of good nuggets in there, a lot of Bulls talk. Some of what we talked about today, but I elaborate a little bit more on the podcast. Check it out, anchor.fm backslash on that podcast. And it's pretty much on every streaming platform now. Absolutely, so yeah. That's amazing. Check it out. Every Tuesday, you also got. And every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. My fam, Shy Native Entertainment, we have our show, Shy Native Radio. It is a hilarious show. Mm, it is. You can attest. You, you've listened. <laughs> it's funny. I took a little bit of a jab at you on it. Yeah, you did. That, but it's all, in good, it's all in good fun. It's all love. Come hang out with us 9 to 10 on Facebook. Go to Shy Native Entertainment. On YouTube, go to Ideal Raps. And on Twitter, go to Throw MC. 9 p.m. Tuesday night. We will see you there. Interact with us live. And you also... Uh, recently made it available in podcast form too. Yeah, due to someone continue to poke and prod me. I wonder who it was. I don't know, man. The man to the left, Eddie. I appreciate it. <laughs> Once again, undefeated, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. It. Thank you so much. It was a great idea, and it's 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 been doing well. The numbers are doing pretty good, and it continues to get better. So I thank you for continuing to push, push, and persuade me I'm to do it. Pushing, did you write this script for him too? I did. No, but, <laughs> I did. But, I, I did. but doing the podcast, checks in the mail, but doing both podcasts on that podcast and then transferring my knowledge to that, to yeah. the shy native radio. Yeah. It makes editing the shy native radio podcast, which is longer. Yeah. A lot of fun. So yeah, check no, it out. I'm, I'm glad. Look, we, we're really happy to have you part of our 606 media family so you know we're we're glad that we're able to grow with you and, and have you on and have you be involved in uh in our show here exactly and uh you know I, I, i'm really excited to you know keep working with you bro yeah sure all right y'all a big thank you to our sponsors 606 media true chicago sports fans and grit clothing company thank you so much for our new gear don't forget to check out gritclothingco.com and get your official tcsf podcast t-shirt search for uh, keyword true chicago and use our promo code truefan15 at the checkout for 15 percent off of your entire order that's truefan15 get your shirts right now Again, shout out to today's special guest co-host, Mike Logic. 
The All Net Podcast with Mike Logic and Ideal Season 2, Episode 10 is now available. Shout out to Ronesh and shout out to our super producer, Jay Soto. Super duper. Want to start a podcast or have your show sound as clean as ours? You can find everything you need at jsotomedia.com. Won't be as talented. <laughs> Special shout out to Panic for the beats we played on today's show. Check out uh, paniconthebeat.com for all your moment merch and gear. Check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter. That's at True CHI Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and reach out to us on our me email. <laughs> we want to hear your stirring the pot, your show recommendations, your movies, any ideas you got for us. Shoot us an email. We want to hear from you. Reach us at truechicagosportsfans at gmail.com. All right, y'all. For Big Z and Mike Logic, this is E-Rock. We will see you next week for episode 44. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Yeah. A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos! That's all! Oh, I shouldn't have had those artichoke poppers.